All right, welcome to another Boost the Suits episode. Ruben Hernandez, USMC, as usual, accompanied by James Pitts. We call him Doc, an FMF corpsman, and then Herbert Garcia as well, USMC uh, combat uh, Marine as well. So, And we have a special guest, Ben. Welcome to the studio. Appreciate it. Thank you. Great to have you, brother. Uh, and so we're going to talk a little bit about... A little bit about your background um, and also the Booster Suits program, what it's meant to you, you know, what you're getting out of it, you know, um, certain aspects of it, some wins and some losses, pros and cons. But really, really the, the underlying mission is to help fellow, we call them warriors that have served and worn the uniform, um, either segue out of active duty or if they're already a veteran, in your case, that served for so many years, um, really help mitigate a lot of the issues um, that we're facing, you know, in the veteran community and, and also try to help as many as possible, um, hopefully avoid or mitigate those issues. And so it's great to have you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Great to be here. So just, I guess, just a quick, uh, simple, you know, just a little bit about your background, you know, where you served, how long you served. Yeah, so <clears throat> for my background uh, in the Navy, I retired as a, a chief petty officer at E7. I spent most of my career with the Marines, um, wow. some hospital ship time, no no real ship time, but some hospital time. The rest was all with Marines. Um, did just shy of 20, 22 years. Yeah. 22 long, glorious, long, glorious, issue free, well, <laughs> no BS. Yeah, right. You know, we'll, we'll leave that for a different We all discussion. know better. We're pretty transparent on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so, but first off, thanks for your service on that. Mm, and um, you work with the Marines. All right. Well, that's. Uh, that's yeah. good to go. We appreciate you for sure. Yeah, yeah, hurrah, hurrah. We appreciate you. Patch us up, put us back out. So, but that you know, that being said, um, so the the Boots of Suits program, or even before the Boots of Suits program, just the time on active duty, right? Obviously, you had a lot go on, different different areas, different campaigns. Any campaigns in particular? Um, so I've been to, I did several deployments to Iraq, one to Afghanistan. Um, and a bunch of other smaller deployments with like the army and the air force mm -hmm. other places. Um, but I would say, um, each deployment had a unique aspect to it. Right. So I have one, that's was my first like, combat deployment I'd done to UEP to Japan prior to that, um, was unique in of itself because that was, you know, first time in combat, uh, first time for the U.S. forces to go back into a war combat zone for after a long time. Uh, so there wasn't a whole lot of senior leadership left around that had been into, like, say, like the Gulf Wars. Mm -hmm. um, so that was a unique time period. I would say um, my 2006, 2007 uh, casualty evacuation uh, pro deployment was probably my most challenging, rewarding, and like, challenging hardest one for me to deal with. Um, it's because the number of patients and casualties I had to deal with, um, but like I said, because of that also was why it was one of the most rewarding. Um, and that I think those are the two that that stand out for the most. Afghanistan was really good; wasn't so much as challenging as it was just that was a really rewarding deployment. Um, mm -hmm. That was a really cathartic deployment uh, for me, if that makes any sense at all. By all means, it does. Yeah, I mean, and you know, having served in combat theaters of operation, first off. Tremendous amount of respect for what you and, you know, Doc Pitts did as well. And obviously, you know, for us, when we have to do a field dressing or, you know, patch somebody up temporarily, you see the longevity of it. You mm -hmm. see the longevity, like, you know, patch us up, medevac, and then, but you have to really help make that situation more stable uh, for a longer duration of time. And you see really the ins and outs where right. we kind of just see it and then we just continue on with the mission, you know. So tremendous amount of respect for what you and Doc uh, pits have done so um, and thank you for sharing because i know sometimes 
can be a little uncomfortable. Yeah. And for you to do that, I can tell you right now, a lot of the viewers and listeners would would benefit, and they're probably nodding their head saying, "Man, yeah, I remember. Yeah, oh, yeah. it wasn't wasn't oh, fun. Yeah. Uh, super rewarding, as you mentioned. Uh, invaluable. You know, beyond beyond words. Um, so thanks again for what you've done. Yep. Um, with uh, let's segue into the uh, boots of suits program, and obviously some some listener viewers would say, "Man, how did you go from you know that you know and that mindset and some of the challenges you're facing, yeah. obviously, um, you know, with the aftermath when the dust settles of all those experiences, and then real estate. Like, how did that segue happen for you? So at the towards the end of my career, um, James actually helped me purchase my first home, which was a super fun, enjoyable experience. Like. I always thought the you know biggest purchase of my life. I thought it was going to be super stressful, hard, challenging. It was scary before going into it. Um, but then once we got started, though, James eliminated all my fears about that. It actually went really smooth. Had a blast doing it. Um, and then I would transit. That was when I was transitioning out. So I spent uh, the next like year, year, year and a half, um, not really working, not really doing much. I didn't really have much planned when I got out and I was struggling uh, with some of my own issues and stuff. Um, and he brought it back up again, uh, real estate issues and real estate and brought up about boots and suits as an opportunity. Um, and I looked at it as a challenging, as a challenge, um, because I hadn't been doing anything challenging for the past year and a half, two years, which was, you know, dragging me down. Um, and it made me feel comfortable about it. And so it made sense. I needed to break out of my mold. I needed to do something. Plus what I had learned, some of the things I had learned when I purchased my home was, um, how valuable real estate is for generating wealth. Um, I'd listened to other podcasts and I'd been read some books and stuff about, about that. And so I just wanted to knit, I wanted to get into that niche somehow to get into that field. Um, and so it just all kind of lined up at a perfect timing for me. Yeah, so this kind of just was a smooth, and from that respect, transition because you had somebody with credibility, somebody that helped you in the right. past with your personal purchase. Obviously, if you had not made that transaction as smooth as it sounds like it was, well, then it would have been more of a detriment than it would and be. For for us, between James and I, um, like James has never James and I have known each other for quite a while. Um, when we first met at Balboa, I think in like 2004, and we kind of fours running around. Maybe fours. We were, we were, we were fours running around the hospital, like just running the program. Everyone in the hospital came to all the fours, all, all the third classes at the time, all the LPOs, uh, for like how to get shit done or how to get stuff done. Um, so because of that, like rapport that him and I had from a long-standing time period, uh, yeah, it just made it seamless. Yeah, so that's that's just badass, man. The fact that you guys got to work together and build a rapport and a you know relationship. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's kind of what in the in the in the military in general we look back and you know there is a lot of BS. We all know that. There's no secret to that. But the fact that we're there for one another, you know, and got each other's backs and we're building this relationship is kind yeah. of what we remember when we're old and salty looking back and like remember that time in the hospital when I was chasing you with morphine trying to inject you. <laughs> Hopefully you weren't doing that. No. But that's cool, man. Really appreciate that. Um, yeah. Let's talk a little bit about uh, about the Boots and Suits program. Um, so you've gone through 12 weeks of the program. Um, can you talk about, you know, from the beginning, you really didn't know anything. I mean, you kind of knew more than most students because you went through the, the your house and the way we did it, you saw every piece of paperwork, you saw what I was doing. He was basically in the transaction. So um, can you just talk about from just the progression of the course? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, the the progression of the course. You know, we started off. We started off with I think social media aspects and some of that stuff, which was great and phenomenal. Uh, I learned a lot in that. I'm not very social media savvy, so that was a big bonus. Um, and then getting into the contracts and the scenarios, you know, split it up with didactics, classroom uh, training with practical applications, um, progressing forward. You know, one of the great things too, though, um, at the same time, simultaneously while teaching us throughout this internship, the, the Boost of Suits program, the aspects of real estate and getting us comfortable with the knowledge base and communicative aspects of it all. At the same time, also there's a lot of like life um, guidance and help that's been brought along at the same time. Um, it's well-rounded program that way, uh, which has been super helpful for me coming out of the military and dealing with the, the PTSD and some of the things I have been dealing with. That has been a huge aspect of kind of getting me back on track and kind of well-rounded. I think it's great that you see the value in that. And so on a, on a different podcast um, show, we had a guest um, say something similar and we told him, yeah, you know, the underlying mission of the program is not about the boots of suits. It's about you. Mm-hmm. It's about making sure your life is, is as great as it can be. And as you mentioned, uh, in your case, you see value in creating um, generational wealth or right. increasing the net wealth, right? And so and we want to fill that gap. We want to reinforce whatever you feel is most beneficial. And to what's you. great is, like like I was saying, it's not just a, this program isn't just about that um, because you could take the real estate aspect out of it sure. um, and then take everything that you learned from here and still apply it to whatever um, venture you're going into, whether it's entrepreneurial or if it's just, you know, your life at home. Um, there's a lot of lessons taken away from this that apply to all of that. Absolutely. And I can tell you, um, I mean, we've all lost friends, you know, to suicide and things of that sort. And, you know, you mentioned Desert Storm, the, the storm earlier. And so, yeah, so that era, it was more reactive. Like, you know, we had to come back from theater and kind of figure things out. This is kind of a preemptive way of preparing you know those that wore the uniform to create that sustainable business model right. for their life etc so and obviously underlying mission is to make life better and prevent a lot of the craziness that uh, we're seeing in the veteran community with regard to suicides and mm-hmm. things of that sort so the fact that you're seeing that value is tremendous and i think a testament to what these two gentlemen are doing as well to help prepare so great job on that to you all yep. I want to take a moment to talk about a sponsor of the podcast ega homes now i'm not just a host of the show I'm also the owner of EGA Homes, so let's get real about this. Look, I get it. The real estate market can be a maze. Navigating the real estate market is stressful, and the last thing you want is to get lost in the shuffle. We're not just another real estate brokerage. We're your partners in this journey. We've got a team of dedicated professionals who know the ins and outs of the market. Your needs, your concerns, and your dreams for a new home are what drive us. We're here to guide you, to advocate for you, and to make sure you're not just buying a house. You're investing in a home. Check us out at egahomes.com. We'd like to take a moment to thank our sponsor of the show, MG3 Media. MG3 Media specializes in real estate media and marketing. If you are looking for an experienced team to capture incredible photos, videos, and virtual tours for your listings, MG3 Media is the team for you. Their photos have been featured in multiple magazines and they have been trusted to create stunning videos for multi-million dollar listings all across Southern California. Right now, MG3 Media is offering listeners of the Boots to Suits podcast 25% off their first photo shoot. Just go to mg3-media.com and click schedule now. Use promo code BOOTS2SUITS, that's Boots, the number two suits, and get 25% off your next listing photos. 
And now, back to the show. <clears throat> so when we started the program and we were actually creating the program, one of our biggest goals were to be able to take combat vets and put them through a program and to be able to provide them with the support that they need. Because um, there's there's a huge decline in civilian companies, right? They can, they'll put you through an internship, but they don't care about you. You're, they're a dollar, you're right. a dollar sign. They don't care if you didn't sleep last night or if you had nightmares or you're just have you're just struggling that day, right? Um, do you feel that we achieved that goal of being able to provide support and still being able to teach um, what we we're trying to teach in real estate? Oh, I think so, absolutely. And I think this would have been great. Like, so I joined in with this boost of suits after I'd already been out of the military for you know cl close to two years. Um, now it's. It's hard to say, you know, retrospectively and going back and saying, would this have made a complete difference if I had done this during the transition period to what some of the stuff I was dealing with on the outside after I got out. Um, but it definitely would have been beneficial. It would have helped a tremendous amount keeping me on track or orientated in the right directions. Sure. Yeah. So even though it's only been obviously 12 weeks, can you talk about what growth you've seen in yourself just from the short period that you've been here? Uh, yeah, so time blocking is like being on time, man time management and stuff is that's for me personally, that's like a huge growth aspect that I've kind of picked up throughout this that um, I don't know if was ne not necessarily like, it isn't necessarily the purpose of the program, but it's built in there with it, you know what I mean? And so that that's like a big growth that I've noticed recently. That's cool. And I can remember the first time I met you just prior to day one. You know, uh, and then as you were in the program, when I got to see you, it seemed like, you know, at first you were kind of, you were just diagnosing. I don't know <laughs> if that's your personality to kind of like check out the lay of the land. And then now, because I got to, we got to do the role play for a listing mm -hmm. presentation yesterday. You were like, yeah, you know, I got that. And as your prospective seller, that was my role. I felt comfortable. Your delivery, your presentation, you know, I was like, man, this guy's got it. Like you have that yeah, ability. I can't, I can't deny that. Uh, the comfortability aspect of this as we progress and go along has gotten like pretty good. And that just comes with repetition. Sure. But because of the knowledge that we're learning and uh, the understanding that we're gaining, it makes the confidence and comfortability, you know, so much better. 100%. Yeah, definitely. I think some, and I know I went through it. I know Doc went through it. Um, transitioning out and not having a purpose is big because we're just sitting there, right? Time. Yeah. Our, our mentality just kind of goes down the drain by taking on this new career, whether it's real estate or, or what else, it's given me a purpose, it's given me more drive. And like you said, it's had it's forced me to have to open up and grow and essentially work on those PTSD symptoms, even though I may not necessarily correlate it. Now, rather than just being hidden in a cave, you're kind of growing. So I know I've seen the growth in myself in the time that I've been doing it, I've seen it and Doc being there with him, and I've seen it in you in these 12 yeah. weeks. So I look forward to seeing where you're going to be at, I'm and sure. You mentioned, you mentioned purpose, which is something that Doc has talked to me about from get-go. Like, you need, to, you need to do something. You need to have a purpose. Otherwise, it's just going to get rough for you. Uh, of course, I didn't listen right away, but he was, he was right. You know what I mean? I needed a purpose. I needed a goal. And what's great about this is that this gives me a purpose. It's not just a purpose f internally for myself but I can see how I can help other people throughout this process. And that's that's the purpose. As a corpsman, you know, as a medic and a corpsman for, for so long, shot 22 years, helping people is kind of what's in my nature. Um, so since I can see that in this program, it just only makes sense to me. 
Yeah, I appreciate you saying that, uh, Ben, and to you as well, Herbert. Is and I can tell you, you know, as the as the older guy now, even you know, being you know removed, you know, from active duty for so many years, coming back to this group really has done the same thing for me. It's allowed me to to kind of put things in perspective, hearing stories, you know, that you all have had, and now you as well. So I think collectively as a group, pretty powerful, man. Not only to help us and help you know the cohort grow and expand and having a great career, but also to address some of the issues that maybe some of us have been suppressing for a long time, man. So thank you for doing that. You, I've never even mentioned that to you all, but I get, I've been, I've been, a, I think I've been a better, better person just being around you as well. So thank you. And you, and bringing up the issue of PTSD, I know that's something that a word now or an acronym, what have you, that people throw around a lot. And obviously having, you know, been in combat theaters of operation, it's something that's impacted you. Um, Hopefully you're starting to see, you know, like you said, you got passion and purpose. Hopefully that's yeah. helping mitigate some of those issues. Oh, definitely. Hopefully. It has. It has. It has for sure. Yeah, nothing's perfect. Um, when you were talking about time blocking, you, you mentioned that you grew from time blocking. Um, I don't know if I would say you grew from it. I would say maybe you reinstated it because if you think back of what we used to do, being at the Bataan, it's a training plan, right? It's your daily training plan. Yeah. It's, you just went back to it and now you're able to hold it again. And it's like... What our purpose was, was to um, create a school or an environment where combat vets can thrive and not have to be worried about their disabilities. That, mm-hmm. that was our biggest thing. Because uh, I feel that a lot of the guys with uh, PTSD are too scared to step out of their shell and to go try and attempt something because they're too scared to fail. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And at their where they're at right now, uh, one little failure can definitely derail them. And I think it's just about saying, screw it. This is what I need to do. And I just need to find some purpose. And that's what you did. You know, you went in basically into a dark room, not knowing what you were going to be taught, not knowing what was going to go on. But you've excelled. You've excelled a lot in this course. That's something that I I noticed throughout my military career, too, though, was um, the times that I was being challenged and it it was difficult were the times that I grew the most and the times I look most favorably back upon. Yeah, man. So I remember because there's purpose. Mm-hmm. When when there's no purpose is when it gets rough for us. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember talking about that too at Vassar's Cantina. That's a plug for Nick and his crew out there in Temecula. So, but I remember back in the day when we were talking about this program, um, that was part of the conversations is like, this cannot only be about real estate. This, there has to be a bigger picture. We want to make sure. And Herbert asked, well, you know, well, what happens if we're in the program? Or and, and Doc said as well, if we're in the program and one of our cohort participants kind of goes a little bit MIA, or you know, like we have to be prepared for that kind of stuff. And so to hear that how it's been incorporated um, directly, but also subliminally, I think is pretty is pretty badass. I really do. And what's pretty cool is to hear, you know, that was a concern in the beginning, yeah. but the growth that we all grew together right being together every single day that actually was never even an issue nor even was a thought throughout that course nobody was there was nobody we were we were concerned about it was quite the opposite the text messages were hey can you help me with this hey can you help me with this and then i was hopping on my computer to, to help them out with whatever they were doing i think a lot of that has to do so. with getting the, everything being presented to us in such a way that it was easy to get our buy-in mm-hmm. and our motivation to, to, to accomplish it so i think that has a lot to do with it yeah i think that's critical like that's a great that's a great point you make because i think when something's meant to be it just flows we're not trying to fit a square in a circle slot we're not forcing it it just it flows and the fact that even though we're from different eras and served at different times well there's some overlap um but still the fact that 
it just kind of flowed, man. And we started to see the value and how we could bring it together and what the underlying mission was. We all shared that same value. And so I think that made it a lot easier because all we had to do at that point was fill in the gaps, you know, right. the, the, the 12-week course and all those other things. But the criticality of having the value system and what our underlying mission is was, was, was critical. To, to developing the program, so right. I'm great. I'm glad you saw the value. You kind of were one of the early one of the early founders of or one of the early participants of the program. So yeah. that's awesome. So yeah, Ben, thanks again for your time and thanks for being so transparent. You know, with your experiences and what you're you know in the program as well. Of course. Thanks to you, gentlemen, as well as usual, our partners in, in the Booster Suits program. So I guess underlying, I guess we'll end with this. You know, would you recommend this program to others? You know? Oh, I think that's an easy yes. That's for sure an easy yes. Okay. We appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, thank you. And the fact you're seeing the value, obviously, this is this relationship is going to extend well beyond. Obviously, it started well before the program, and it's going to extend for life as well. So it's great to call you a brother. It's great to see that you're getting the value of the program, and we look forward to great things from you. All right, thank you. Awesome. Hurrah. <laughs>